Are you working hard to keep yourself limited and playing small? Is that working for you? If not, would you like to be changing that now? What if the key to activating your wealth was in the willingness to embody the abundance of possibilities you are? Would you choose it? Join in the conversation now on Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark, and receive tools and facilitation to clear the points of view that keep you stuck in limitation to begin choosing your abundance and living well right now. <laughs> well, hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the big, wide, wonderful, amazing world, hello and welcome to Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I am your host, Keisha Clark, and oh my goodness, we have a fantastic show on tap for you today, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my goodness. Uh, a couple of housekeeping things real quick. If you haven't already joined us in the chat room, I believe I am just going to be psychic here and say you're going to want to be here. So if you will look at your screen and, and you'll notice a red bar near the top of it, and if you ch click on the word chat room, give yourself a name and log in. There is no secret passcode. Um, you can join us live in the backstage area, so to speak, and you can participate with your questions and your comments that way. And if you at some point would like to call in with a question on air, you can actually look toward the top of your screen a little further and you'll see some phone numbers up there for Canada, for the U.S., and for the U.K., and you can also Skype us if you like. Um, again, no secret passcode required. So please jump in, join in. Welcome to the kitchen. Today we are talking about, <laughs> we are talking about, do you love salad? Yeah, and we have an amazing guest. Her name is Alyssa Light. And you folks might be a, a little bit familiar if some of you have been listening to our shows on A to Zen. Alyssa has been a guest with uh, Lynn and also with our beautiful Rioa. And she has done every show she's done on A to Zen as a guest here has just been amazing. If you would like to find the episodes that she has been a guest on, you can go to a2zen.fm, of course. And if you search Alyssa Light, you will actually get a lovely menu of the like five or six or seven shows now that she's been a guest on. Uh, seven. Episodes, that is. Seven. Yes, yeah, seven episodes. Wow, because it was five with Rioa and two with Lynn. Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. Welcome to the show, beautiful Alyssa. How are you, my darling? <laughs> I am unbelievably spectacular. Thank you, beautiful Keisha. <laughs> yes, you are, my friend. <laughs> and let me just... Um, let me give folks a little taste of what we're going to talk about today. So, Sure, go for it. If you are ready for some fun food metaphors, my dear peeps, and something totally different in your business, feast your ears and your awareness upon this conversation. Today, we are talking about salad. Actually, we're going to be talking through the lens of salad about business. So what ingredients are you using? Are they tasty? Are they appealing to the eyes as well as the palate? Or are your vegetables turning into science projects in your fridge? I've never done that. <laughs> never. What never. Right? What excites you about salad and business that you don't find in the array of what is currently being offered in the world? Come on, love. Here's Lily chiming in. And what if you are the secret ingredient that will make your business and your salad the thing people cannot get enough of? So we are here today with master salad chef and business innovator, Alyssa Light. Yay! Yay! <laughs> I'm so excited so and funny, honored to have you here. 
Thank you. I am very, very excited to be here. And this is one of those shows where um, I had to do a whole bunch of arranging to make work because I'm not in my own province. Um, I'm Canadian, for those of you who haven't heard me on the air before. Um, So I am traveling on business right now, and I had to make a whole bunch of things work, including having uh, one of the classes that I teach this afternoon instead of this morning, and I am super, super happy to be here. Wow, thank you even more. Oh, my goodness, I'm honored. Mm -hmm. We are honored. Thank you. And, yes, So this, well, I'm going to tell folks just a little bit about how this conversation was born or created. Yeah, is um, when you were guesting on a, on Rioa's show, our beautiful Rioa. Um, guesting, I like that guesting. <laughs> you were guesting and yeah. guest hosting, and you were making magic with Miss Rioa. And um, yeah. during one of our pre-show conversations, uh, you were having salad, and we were we were mentioning we actually said something about salad, and I was like, oh, I love salad, and you said, yeah, I do too, and you actually said. And actually, I really like my salad the best. And I said, oh, that's funny because I do too. <laughs> and that sparked kind of a, a fun energy that came up. And I was like, that would be a fun topic. And so actually, mm-hmm. that energy began to sort of like wave and wave and wave a little bit more. And that is really what began the the idea, the possibility for this conversation. And then as we played with the energy of it here just a little while back, um, we began to play with, you know, salad and business and the whole analogy and metaphor of the ingredients and is it something that people desire? Are you only making salad that you like <laughs> and you're not really mm-hmm. making something that you would want to put on the menu? So it was fun. We we're we're I came up with something, um, how to make your salad fun for more than one. <laughs> so Why don't can you read what you wrote because it's brilliant. Um, what did I write? Uh, you, do you have it in front of you? I have the email that I sent you that has our um, our our notes from our conversation. Um, okay, but, so let's let's jump like right in because it is bloody hilarious. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, how do you make your salad fun for more than one? Okay, so to put this into perspective for everybody who's listening, um, I was veggie for about three years and then um, started eating meat again about a year ago, and I planned to go off it for the most part because I just feel better when I don't eat it. And so I had to learn to cook because I used to burn water. Like, just to put this into perspective for everybody, um, I have the ability to burn water. And uh, so I started to cook about three, four years ago now. It would be four years ago. And I had to learn to like food because I lived, I grew up on meat and potatoes. And, um, you know, if if we move that analogy to business real quick, because I started my first business mm-hmm. at 17. And if we move mm-hmm. that, it was like, okay, you just have to, I was a jeweler, so you just have to make everything and you have to make everything and you have to get the most important things done. And that meant that a lot of little things didn't necessarily happen. And the parts that I loved the most, I didn't make a lot of time for. Mm-hmm. And it was the same with food. I was just meat and potatoes, meat and potatoes. And that was like, oh, I have to pay attention to all of the little things. Wow. And what happened was I learned about raw food. And then at the same time in business, as my business was developing, I was like, okay, look at all these little things. What if we take it back to the basics? Because there's so much happening in the world of technology. And some of it I have learned to love. Um, not yeah. all of it because I'm not the most technologically advanced person that ever existed. Um, But, you know, I'm getting there, you know, and I'm learning to utilize new things. And so when we talked about salad the first time, it was like, yeah, I like to make my own croutons. And I have this Mm -hmm. gentleman at our 
local market with the most amazing olive oil ever. And by the way, it's not Italian. It's Greek. Did you know that the Greeks make fabulous olive oil? Because oh. I didn't. Hello, wow. you know. And so, you know, when Keisha and I started talking, it was really like, hey, look at these amazing analogies. Like, what are the little things that we can add to our businesses that make all the difference? Because the thing that I am so blessed to specialize in is making sense of what seems to be a really stuck area or a, a big mess that somebody has in their business. And that mess is often, or that stuck place is often what prevents them from getting clients, from being bigger, from whatever their goals are. And in, our, in my yeah. business, we have about a nine, and it's about a 90% success rate, 95%. Uh, we're close to, we're getting up there. So, um, and as we grow, we don't pretend that we're something we're not. So we don't say that we work with billion-dollar companies. We don't say that we're all corporate. We don't do that. We just tell the truth about where we're at and what we're capable of. And I think that our clients value that. And I think it's something yeah. that they really appreciate. That is super key because <clears throat> um, I know a lot of us kind of – there's, a, there's m I think, many points that we kind of can get into a struggle around that very thing. It's like – I don't say that I know how to tell you how to start a business or that I have worked with so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so -and -so -and -so types of clients mm -hmm. because I haven't yet. Um, so that's awesome because uh, I know a lot of us do. We feel like we're not being authentic. We feel like we're we're fibbing, you know. Um, mm. So thank you for, for bringing that into the conversation. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. And if I could add something to that too, Keisha, yeah. I think it's really like um, bringing back to the salad analogy real quick. You know, I have made some really awful food along the way, you know, <laughs> and in business there are times when I have made terrible mistakes. I mean, for the listeners, um, for the listeners that are on right now, I'm, to put this into perspective, in the province that is above uh, North Dakota and Montana. That's where I am. And I live uh, close to Buffalo, to put this into, into sort of geological terms, or, or geographical, not geological, but gravy. Anyway, <laughs> to, to put that into geographical terms. And, you know, I was previously another province over in another time zone, and I didn't, first my phone wouldn't switch to the time zone it was in, and then when it did switch, I was uh, I'm not aware that my calendar would switch. So all of the times that I had put in um, in Eastern mm. time zone, specific to Central, then turned to Mountain, and I didn't know any of this. So, you know, sometimes you think you're making something amazing and you're prepping yourself and everything's great and nothing goes the way you plan it to. And yeah. so, you know, one of the things that um, I have learned to do is to just tell the truth about what happened because people value that authenticity more than anything. Yeah. More than anything, yeah. right? That is and so key. It's, as long as you tell the truth, people are like, you know, I've done that too. You know, I've done that too. And it it is such um, it's such a wonderful thing to be able to have those kind of conversations because of what I've set up for in my integrity, right? Like, yeah. this is what I'm going to do even when it's and people know that they can trust what I say. Totally. And that, although has been a very challenging learning curve, has also been um, has also been a painful one at times. And now mm. it's a wonderful thing because I know it's a great example for other people. Oh my so, gosh, yes. And yes. you know that actually is a great lead-in. So, Keisha, do you want to actually? Can I read the quote that we're we're basing this whole show on? Yes, I love it. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, knowledge is knowing tomato is a fruit. Wisdom is not putting it in a fruit salad. 
<laughs> That's the original quote. So, with, or sorry, knowledge is knowing tomato is a fruit. Wisdom is not putting tomato in a fruit salad. <laughs> and recently, um, I was on Pinterest because I might have a slight Pinterest addiction um, that I'm not admitting to. Um, of course not. And I was, of course not. Um, I was on Pinterest and I found uh, a piece of the quote. I don't know if it was added on or what the scoop is, but it's philosophy is wondering if that means that ketchup is a smoothie. Oh, my gosh. Okay, because I couldn't find that last night. Okay, cool. I love it. Okay. I'm going to add that to so, my app. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna read it all together, and then let's tell everybody how we're going to structure our, our uh, hour, okay? So knowledge is knowing tomato is a fruit. Wisdom is not putting fruit or not putting tomato in a fruit salad. Philosophy is wondering if that means ketchup is a smoothie. All right. So we're going to, Keisha and I had a call a couple days ago to, to structure how this was going to go because I've been a little out of touch with the A to Zen community um, for the last month or so, uh, you know, Christmas and traveling and all that. So what we're going to do is we're going to spend the first part talking about knowledge and business, the second part talking about philosophy, and the third part talking about wisdom. So we're going to mix it up a little. So Miss Keisha, when it comes <laughs> to knowledge and business, where are we going to start? Well, let's start with what we know, like knowledge, the knowledge of what you have, of what you are capable of, where your strengths are, where you have places to make a bit of improvement or if you even want to make an improvement, um, and yeah. knowing knowing kind of that knowing what you have to offer. And actually, for me, it has become in this last few days, it's really gotten around knowing what you desire to offer. Like, yeah, I do a lot of things. I am amazingly talented and gifted and have incredible capacities. And I, I just have started to get like, oh, I might use all of them, but I don't necessarily want to like visibly verbally offer them. <laughs> okay, this is a fabulous place to start because when, um, when we look at uh, working with a client, the first thing that we say um, is if you're not willing to niche and, or niche for the Canadians on the line, if you're not willing to niche, we can't work with you because mm. it just is out of line with what we believe to be true about success in business. Mm -hmm. So one of the exercises that we have people do, um, and for anybody who's listening, um, I just finished writing a book uh, and a business development program that we're launching online very shortly. So if anybody's interested, How let me know about cool that. that? Um, <laughs> Yeah, and these exercises are all inside of that, okay? Um, so, the, so the first thing that we have people do is say, okay, do you think you know what niche you want to work in or, or how you want to niche? And um, if they say, no, I'm not going to, then we don't work with them. And if, you know, and, and that isn't just a cutoff. We go through a series mm -hmm. of conversations. Mm -hmm. And if it's a yes, but I don't know what it is, then we can work with them, okay? Wow. And it's totally okay to be a generalist, but the chances of you being hired are a lot smaller, Mm -hmm. And so we want to make sure that we have really great success with our clients and niching is a way that we believe that that uh, happens and has proven through um, business research studies. So, you know, we have people make a huge list of everything that they could possibly offer. Mm -hmm. And then we have them look at what other people are offering, look at what's different that they're offering, and then look at what they're willing to offer. 
because here's the thing, I can build you a drag and drop website. It's not going to look like a professional, you know, coder mm-hmm. wrote the whole, you know, here I am talking technology again. Okay. Like I am not a coder. Okay. <laughs> right. I can make a drag and drop. I can make a drag and drop website and I can turn around and teach you how to manage your own website, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean that I specialize at it. Exactly. And for a lot of our clients, um, you know, especially the ones in the creative arts field, a lot of these women are older and they just don't want to learn a whole lot more. They want to focus on what they love in their creative arts. Mm-hmm. So we build them a really basic website and we sit down with them or their staff and we go through a whole bunch of training and I say, this is how you do it. If you're stuck, here's a tutorial. Feel free to call me. I'll come back. And we, we do that three or four times with people. So we can do it, but we don't specialize in it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, that's one of the things, if we look at that list, what can we offer? Well, we can do your drag and drop website. Mm-hmm. Do we want to? Not so much. So, and we don't want to because we want to make sure that our clients look good. And looking good is different for everybody. So what we know is by asking the question, does this serve our client, and ask, and them asking, does this serve me, then we know if we are going to be a good match. Yeah. And if we're not, that's okay. Beautiful. Wow. So, so once once we have that clarity, or we're getting that clarity, um, Mm -hmm. and knowing more, and having more of that sense of what do we what do we do, what can we Mm -hmm. offer, and what do we desire to be offering, um, Mm -hmm. what what's that next step? You had some brilliant. God, over the five episodes you did just with Rioa, there were so many brilliant nuggets that you delivered. Mm-hmm. Um, and because I love what, what goes to what you were just talking about, you one of the things you said is if you're marketing to everyone, you're marketing to no one. Mm-hmm. And so once we have that sense, it's like, so I have certain ingredients and I know that I prefer a certain type of salad because <laughs> I like my mm-hmm. salads really dense, nutrient-packed. Mm-hmm. And I'm aware that not everybody likes those kinds of salads. Um, yeah. So then what do we begin to do? Do we go into, is that where we go into our philosophy point? Or what would you what would you like to do? Yeah, so let's do that. So let's, I mean, we only talked for a couple of minutes about knowledge. This, this time is just going to go by so quickly. So let's be really go. concise. So know what you offer. If you want to offer something that you don't know about, go get educated on it and then tell people that's what you're doing because then they mm-hmm. know that you are committed to growing as a person and as a business owner as well. Okay? Yes. So, for example, I might be a coach, consultant, interactive, something or another, marketing genius. We don't have title. I don't have a title yet for what I do. I'm, I'm, it's coming, but it's not there yet. Um, and what I know is if I don't have coaches and I don't have mentors, then I have no business doing what I do. And that's what's true for my integrity. And it may not be true for somebody oh, else's, but mm-hmm. it is for mine. So mm-hmm. to really center yourself in what you know to be true. And oh, knowing what doesn't work or what isn't there is also true. Say that again. Okay. Knowing, knowing that... Mm-hmm. knowing what you can offer, knowing what is authentic to you is true, and knowing what you can't do or what you're not capable of is also a truth. That is so huge. Wow. Okay. So we have like less than one minute. Let me let me give you something really neat to chew on, okay? Let me give you something really neat to chew on. Pinterest, because we, we mentioned it earlier, doesn't generate any money. Okay, there's no advertising on Pinterest. The mm-hmm. latest valuation of Pinterest, according to my research, is $11 billion. 
whoa, that's astonishing. <laughs> okay. Think about what you know. Think about what you think about Pinterest and think about the wisdom you can learn from that. Wow, that is amazing. Okay, so while we're all sitting here blinking with tilted puppy dog heads, <laughs> because Alyssa has delivered one of her magical bombs, I love it. Woo! Okay, so we're just going to have a little bit of a break, and I am inviting all of us to be with this energy, be with everything Alyssa is offering us in this moment, spoken and unspoken. This is truly yummy, amazing, life-changing business-changing, world-changing. Wow. You are listening to Living Well here on A2Zen. I am so honored and privileged to be playing with a little light today, and we will be back in just a few moments. Thank you, folks. Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question. Always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S. 815-880-8255 In Canada, at 613-800-8736 in the UK at 033-0001-0625 by Skype at a2zen.fm or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com Now back to our show. 
Oh, my goodness. Welcome back to the next segment. Welcome forward, sideways, upside down, and inside out. <laughs> Living well here on, <laughs> on HSN.FM. And I'm Tisha Clark. And today I'm getting to play with Alyssa Light, the amazing, amazing profitable innovator. And, oh, my gosh, if you have not had a taste of Alyssa and her magic, then please look her up on theprofitableinnovator.com. That link is listed on this uh, replay page, so if you're listening now or in the future, all you have to do is scroll down and click, and you will find all the awesomeness of Alyssa Light. Well, perhaps not all. You'll find the the uh, the doorway <laughs> into the world of Alyssa Light. So before the break, we ha- we just got to this beautiful point um, with what is wow. It's just like spinning my world with knowing what okay. you can do and knowing what you cannot do and being with the truth in all of that, um, mm-hmm. getting educated about what it is that you do and and perhaps how it relates or how it lands in people's universes is another part of that knowledge. Um, and mm-hmm. that leads us into the next part of our fun with this quote we've been playing with um, mm-hmm. of philosophy. And now you had a fun story come up over the break. <laughs> message. You want to share that? <laughs> Okay, so um, what's really important here is that people know, um, all the listeners know that I have no problem with uh, alternative spiritual anything, okay? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, so what I'm about to say, I say with, um, I say with want for helping you make sense to people because like I said, that's what we're really good at. And when you talk woo-woo, Okay, when you talk woo-woo and people look at you like, huh? And you're like, if you could just get on this side of the fence and you could see how amazing that people, you lose people. Okay, friends? Like nobody wants to listen to you anymore. And there was a time when I was involved um, pretty, uh, I wouldn't say heavily, but uh, consistently in some of that work. And when I didn't make sense to people, they didn't want to spend time with me. And I got mad at them because they wouldn't come over to my side of the fence and play instead of me getting real with the fact that I really just needed to change my language. Mm -hmm. So I say all of this with absolute respect. And, Mm. um, you know, to recap on the piece of the quote that we are referring to right now, Tisha, it's Mm -hmm. philosophy is wondering if ketchup is a smoothie. (laughs) And, you know, when we, here's the thing, let's go with, uh, let's go with uh, tomatoes for a second, okay? And when we before we do this, I'm just going to read a question that's popped up in the chat room. Mm-hmm. So Beautiful. we can change our language, but we don't have to change who we are, right? No, you don't. Absolutely not. And here's what I mean. I can't stand raw tomatoes, okay? And when I shared that bit about being veggie for a few years and having to love food that wasn't meat and potatoes, let me tell you, I eat food until I like it, okay? It took me 10 years to like sweet potatoes. And it took me almost as many to like avocado, okay? Wow. And, oh, yeah, I just eat stuff till I like it. And tomatoes are not happening. I have been trying tomatoes since I was a child, friends. It is not happening, okay? And until, I have to tell you, until a couple of weeks ago, I was at an event, and there were tomatoes in the salad because I didn't have a choice. And normally, when I am at a restaurant, I say to the server, I would love this salad. Could you ask the the chef to save the tomatoes for someone who loves them? Okay? That's what I do. Right. 
there was no option. They put salad in front of me. There was no option. Well, I found out that yellow tomatoes taste different than red tomatoes. And I was really excited about this. So for the first time in my life, I enjoyed it. Now, going back to, you know, we don't have to change who we are. It's about changing our language. Think Mm -hmm. of a tomato in um, chili or in (laughs) ragu or in spaghetti or, oh, my goodness, roasted with, oh, I'm going to drool. I haven't eaten for anybody who's listening. Um, you know, you know, I love roasting tomatoes with herbs de Provence and putting, mm. a, you know, grilled onions with it and a fresh piece of bocconcini and mm-hmm. fresh basil and cracked pepper. And, like, that's a salad all to itself. Thank you very there much. You I'm go. actually drooling mm-hmm. yeah. So, you know, you don't have to change who you are, but changing how something is served actually speaks to your integrity Yes. And helps you relate to your clients and potential clients better. So coming that. hard with woo-woo or raw tomatoes in my case, mm-hmm. you know, I'll be like, yeah, no thanks, I'm not going to try that. I am a no. Like I am really clearly a no. Totally. Right. But if you come to me and say, hey, Alyssa, I've got this great tomato dish. I know you don't love raw, but could we try it a different way? Or, hey, I know it doesn't make sense to you to like raw tomatoes, but did you know that the yellow ones taste different? Yeah. I would have tried it. Yeah. I would have tried it, yeah. you know. And, well, and what I love is that this is where our knowledge can really serve us in, in mm-hmm. a way that empowers us to serve those we desire to be serving. Because you talk yeah. about the value yeah. is what you're what – you're, how do you phrase – you phrase – oh, I wrote it, and now I'm not on that page in my notebook. Um, <laughs> ah, that, that – but – so what I'm getting as you're talking is like even louder and clearer, and we've also got this echoing in the chat room, um, is you part of the brilliance of us is that we bring our woo-woo into the world in a way that can be administered or related to um, by those who we desire to be serving. And that is a yes. part of what empowers us and also creates our business more as a more potent possibility in the world for people yes absolutely and and you know going to that is don't be afraid to be woo-woo we've had somebody in the chat room say Mm -hmm. so we can be woo-woo but maybe just talk our woo-woo to people who can't hear it absolutely Mm -hmm. I want you to think about it this way when you're in public and you see somebody speaking sign language Mm -hmm. most people are captivated by that now Keisha you don't you may not know this about me but I speak ASL I speak American Sign Language I remember you saying that Mm -hmm. okay yep And, you know, I have had people come to me and say, oh, my gosh, what are they saying? What are they saying? And they're looking for me to interpret somebody else's conversation. Mm. And first of all, I'm not going to interpret somebody else's conversation. I'm not a professional interpreter. Okay. Clear clear as day. I'm not. I worked in the deaf community. I can speak sign. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that is something I do and a something I don't. And they're both true. Okay. I love that. And, and. I have had an experience. I was traveling in Europe, and somebody said, and this was before I knew a lot of sign. I just knew a few things. And mm-hmm. I saw some deaf people, and they were chatting on the, the subway that we were on. And <clears throat> somebody leaned over, and they're like, hey, so what are they saying? And I'm like, I don't know. They don't speak American sign language. Mm. And she was like, what do you mean? There's different sign languages? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, in reality, there are as many or more sign languages in the world than there are spoken languages. Yeah. And so, you know, that's often something that people don't understand. And so, you know, 
it's not woo-woo when I look at somebody else speaking a different sign. It's like, oh, I see you're communicating differently than I do. But we could probably have a fun game of, you know, charades together that would be more hilarious than it is for hearing people, right? <laughs> so, so think about it that way, all right? Think about, you know, there are dialects of sign. There are accents of sign. There, there are, in the same way that we have um, homonyms and synonyms and all of those mm-hmm. things in English, we have those in sign, too. Yeah. So I want you to think about it that way. So the next time you see deaf people speaking to each other in public, don't stare, but think, wow, that's what I look like when I try and speak to my friends who can't hear my woo-woo. Totally. They're trying to figure that out, okay? Totally. So what we want to do is, yeah, so what we want to do, you know, philosophy is knowing, you know, wondering if uh, ketchup <laughs> is a smoothie. <laughs> okay, well, it can be. You know, wouldn't be my first choice as we've heard. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But what can I do to make it work? You know, I um, for those of you who have seen my picture, um, I often get, wow, you look like you're just totally hip and whatever. And, like, ladies and gentlemen, in reality, I have a quilting date every Thursday morning, okay? <laughs> and every every fall I get really excited because I get to can tomatoes again. Okay? <laughs> So if you want to talk about if you want to talk about how to repackage something, let me tell you, I can tell you a few different ways to do it. Plus, I have the best salsa recipe on the planet, so feel free to ask. Me. Okay. So how else can we talk about it? So you know, is there a phrase, Keisha, that you want to play with? And for those of you listening, we have not prepared this. Keisha does not know I'm about to ask this question. What What is something that you, What is a phrase you use when people kind of look at you like the lost ostrich look? Like, huh? Oh, okay. gosh. What is, I'll talk about the lost ostrich look. It comes from one of my presentations. So mm-hmm. what, what is something that you say that makes no sense to people or that people go, I don't get it, or that people tune out, they stop listening? What is, what is a phrase or, some, or what are some words that you use? Wow. Um, now I've gone blank. Um, I, well, here's something that I – here's a, some, a phrase that I, re- I wrote out uh, that I play with. Um, Talking about living well, when I when I talk about the show and the work of living well, um, it's all about discovering, uncovering, and activating the limitless possibilities of each of us, and celebrating the uniquely brilliant and beautiful expression of those possibilities. Each of us is allowing us to okay. access and actualize our true wealth. That's probably where people go, huh? Okay. So first of all, really, what you want is for people to know that they're great, they can be creative, and make money doing it. Yeah. Is that it? That's close. Um, okay. What did I, what did there's I miss? All, there's, an, there's an element of truly enjoying the wealth of us and not necessarily the, in the form of money or cash money. Um, okay. Okay. So stop there. I'm just going to stop you there. We'll come back to it. Okay? Got so it. the thing is when you say, when you say wealth, people go yeah. money. Okay? I know. It's like when, when, I say, um, when I say good job, like if I said, oh, my mom got a good job, Mm-hmm. The, the automatic in society is, oh, she's making a lot of money. Well, mm-hmm. you know, do you even know what the averages are in Canada or in America for income? And are we comparing it to somebody who lives in a cardboard box or somebody who lives on Rodeo Drive? Excellent so point. what we need to do is be really clear, okay? So that whole philosophy talk is a wonderful thing to think about, but how do we make sense of it? Right. So. What you want then, if I'm, if I'm hearing you correctly or if we're on the right track, mm-hmm. is you want people to have abundance in whatever way 
whatever abundance is to them, mm-hmm. and you want them to thoroughly enjoy creating it. Yes, that actually lands with the acronym of WEAL, the Willingness to Embody Abundant Living. Oh, I didn't even know that's what it stood for. I, yeah, I hadn't gotten there, so that's cool. Um, and okay. where, well, see, after our conversation the other day, where this has now come to for me is around confidence mm. and clarity. And mm-hmm. so now it's got me like, oh, I can put it in different terms, just like what you were talking about, of um, ways to build confidence, confidence with ourselves, confidence with our money, confidence with our business, with sex, with uh, relationship, mm-hmm. with conversation. You know, So now it's got me like, oh, my gosh, the possibilities to play with here, when I mm-hmm. shift the languaging, the way I communicate what I do, yeah, mm-hmm. this is huge. Um, so I'm super excited. <laughs> so Good. then, then what? Good. Like, so, so coming to like, when you get to a different languaging and, and confidence is a word that I am really comfortable using as well. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so at that point, what would, where do you go with people? Um, they begin to get the languaging that kind of really resonates for them. And what do you so advise? Yeah, so, you know, here's the thing. Confidence isn't something that, um, it's a, confidence isn't something that we, we work on directly. Mm-hmm. Confidence is something that's a side effect of what we do with our clients. Mm-hmm. So confidence often comes from exactly what you're talking about. So, hey, guess what? I now know how to talk to people for the first time, and they want to go out and do it, right? Oh, and yes. it's that kind of excitement, right? Like it's Sesame Street kind of excitement. Totally. And there's nothing better than that. There, how could there be something better than that? Like, yeah. so if 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 I hired somebody like a confidence coach, well, you know, what am I going to do? Because I'm going to be really stuck in. Uh, I'm not confident. How do I get unconfident? I'm stuck. How do I do this? How do I do this? And I haven't been here before. And good, bad, right, wrong. Like all of that, all over mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. And you know, it might really surprise the the people listening um, that I am a particularly intuitive person. You are. And yes. just because I don't speak woo-woo doesn't mean I can't help others who want to but need to make sense in a different way first. So when yeah. we consider the that confidence is a side effect of clarity and a side effect of people saying yes, I wonder what else people could receive if they were open to it. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And oh, that's so funny. Somebody else just typed in. Um, when I talk about receiving, people are like, what? What the heck is receiving? Yeah. So, you know what? Let's, let's talk about that really quickly. How, when, when, let me, let me just think for one sec here. Receiving is really about being okay with getting something. Oh, that's fascinating. Okay. Yeah. Or in other words, receiving is okay with an adjustment or a shift. And that sort of secondary language that I would use, I would at first use like just be okay with getting it. So what does it mean to get something? Well, you know, I have had, okay, so I am now going to tell a story about receiving. Okay. Okay. 
and feel free. This is this is just total like me laying it all out there. Okay. Um, I don't, I don't take a lot of time off. Okay. So there's a bit of a joke that I go to my partner's house for the weekend and it's my weekend address, but while I'm there, I still do work, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, and, and he's okay with that. He's super supportive. It's wonderful. But let me tell you, when, when I found out that I was coming, um, out West, I thought, you know, I'd really like to go to the mountains and I only had 24 hours to do it. Uh, so I drove. Uh, I landed in Calgary on Sunday night and uh, picked up my rental car and drove to a place called Banff, which is a big ski area in the Rocky Mountains. Mm-hmm. And I got there and it was, I, I found this old pub that I used to like to go to. I lived out there about 10 years ago and they used to serve the best food. And I went and the whole menu had changed. Hmm. And I was like, Oh, because in my head, I knew that it was mm-hmm. a fabulous spot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not quite philosophy, but, you know, sort of dreaming. I went, oh, it's just going to be the best that it ever was. And it just wasn't. So I thought, okay, I'm okay with that. Things change. Life changes. Mm-hmm. So when I got my car again, I drove farther to a place called Lake Louise. Okay? Now, as far as I know, there's only one person who lives in Lake Louise who's from Lake Louise. Everybody <laughs> else is an import. Okay? And I'm not kidding. I, okay, to put this into perspective, Fisha. A few weeks ago, I told somebody I was I was probably going to spend a night in the mountains. I'm like, oh, you're going to go see Mike from Lake Louise? <laughs> There's like one guy from Lake Louise, okay? Wow. So anyway, I go there, and um, I love traveling in hostels, which I've talked about before. Um, Hostel International yeah. is a mm-hmm. fabulous, safe company to travel with. They are spectacular. And I believe oh, I, um, I believe in the U.S. it's hi-usa.org, something like that. But if you Google Hostel International, it's great. And there are about 120 hostels across North America that you can wow. stay in. And um, and some of them are super cool. Like, if you were to go to Europe, you can stay in a renovated 747 in Stockholm. Oh, my God. Yeah, wow. yeah, super cool. So, anyway, so I stayed, I stayed in this big old log cabin hostel, or, or log cabin style hostel, um, on Sunday night. Mm-hmm. And I tucked my wallet in between the mattress and the bed frame. Okay? And I did that because I was staying in a room with people I didn't know, and I didn't have a lock for my locker. I was just going to, you know, do a couple of things. And generally, I don't worry about stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, I was using like a hard case wallet because my wallet actually broke before the buckle on my wallet broke right before I left. And so I had this little hard case thing and I put it in and it didn't close properly. And I didn't know that. And so I left the next day and I drove all the way from Lake Louise up to Jasper, which is about a four hour drive longer if you want to, you know, stop and take a thousand pictures. <laughs> so, it, you know, not that I would ever do that. So uh, anyway, I get all the way to Jasper had some lunch in this super cool little crunchy granola cafe. And then I drive to Edmonton, which is another four hours. Okay. And I get there and I get to see my sister-in-law and my brother and my niece. We have a lovely visit together. Um, My niece takes me right away. We get to read. I'm so excited. And I'm like, oh, this is great. My flight goes out the next day. I get to see my girlfriend, Jamie, who's one of the best female welders in the world. She happens to be out here working right now. So we got to sit and I got to meet her partner, Kim. We had this great lunch. Everything is perfect. It's all wonderful. It's working. Everybody understands what's going on. I get to the airport and find out I have no driver's license. Oh, my goodness. I don't have a passport with me. Okay. I have a photo health card from Ontario. And apparently we are one of the only, uh, only provinces that has photo health cards. 
Whoa. They decide they're going to let me board with my photo health card. I phone the hospital. Guess where my license is? It's in oh between my. the mattress and the bed frame. And it oh is like nine hours away. Okay. It gets, oh, or, well, it would have been six hours if we wouldn't go, if we go the short way. Okay. To make matters worse, my flight has been canceled. Okay. Yeah, my flight's been canceled. And so I have the privilege of spending uh, nine hours at the Edmonton airport. And oh, I, I say privilege both sarcastically and seriously because let me tell you, the service at Halo Restaurant was unbelievable. I w- they have this sort of library setting, and they let me sit there for nine hours, eight hours, okay? I got served. It was no problem. They were incredible. WestJet was incredible to me. Like, I got meal vouchers. The woman was amazing. And she was, it was amazing to me that just because I spoke plain English, um, and I don't mean that, that I don't have an accent, I just mean sort of normal language. I wasn't upset. I wasn't trying to get anybody to do anything, mm-hmm. okay, to bring this back to our conversation. Yeah. The WestJet yeah. agent was like, hey, what can I do to help you? Okay. Wow. I have a couple of clients that I'm really open with about some stuff that's going on. And uh, Rhonda, who's producing the show, is one of them. And she's like, at the end of our call, she always says to me, hey, Alyssa, is there anything I can do for you? Yeah. You know, you know and when we speak plain English and we're clear with people and we know what we know and we're honest about it and we're clear about our philosophy, the confidence is there and we share differently with people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I had to get on that plane. I had to come to Saskatoon to be with clients. I mean, I've been teaching classes for the last two days. I've got one today, one tomorrow. I'm speaking on Monday. I had to get here. Yeah. And they let me on the plane. I happen to have a real good friend who lives here. He just got his phone sorted out. We got it sorted out. I got to stay with him for a couple of days and meet his partner and their new baby. So, you know, when we're clear about what we need, amazing yeah. things can happen. Yeah. Right? So yeah. that's that sort of moves into the wisdom part of what we're talking about is like, have I been so clear about who I am and what I offer and what I need that other people are now so clear that they can trust my word because we have a history because wisdom is about experience and history, right? Yeah. So what, what experience can we give our clients and potential clients so that it's an easy yes? When they come to us and say, yes, this is what I need. You know, when I went to uh, WestJet and I was like, I need your help. And they're like, no problem. Thanks for being great with us. Excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know, and, and WestJet, WestJet's one of our big Canadian airlines for those of, those of you listening who aren't familiar with it. So mm-hmm. I was on the receiving end. I was like, hey, what can we do to make this work together? So how, when we're talking about receiving, what can what energy can you put out there to be okay with receiving whatever it is the people you are talking to are trying to say? Yes, I love that. So that's what you're referring to when you said being okay with getting it. And I so get that, that in the mainstream, that is really key for being able to apply what it is we can do. Um, Yeah. Wow. Because we're just here to serve people, right? And here's mm. the other thing. Like, our businesses are not about us. Exactly. If our businesses were all about us, then, you know, well, let me tell you, they, they just can't be. They can't be. You look at any yeah. um, look at any celebrity you want to. I don't care if it's Angelina Jolie or Tyra Banks. You look at any of them. They don't do what they do for them. They might love doing it, and that's their drive. But mm-hmm. if we didn't love what they do, like, they're actually providing a service for us, right? Entertainment. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You know? And so I, I want everybody to shift and think, gee, what is it that my business is really about? So what do I offer? How do I talk about it? How do I want it to be for people? What passion is so incredible that it's just leaking out of me so that other people receive that, okay, or they experience it, okay? So think about yeah. um, think about and, uh, exchanging the word receive for experience, mm-hmm. okay? And what's going to happen if they wow. do? Like, what difference is that going to make for them? So now we're gonna we're gonna switch gears a little from um, that puppy dog look that everybody's spinning with. So I want everybody who's listening to just put that on hold. Okay. This is what you have to do to make sense to people. Okay. I want you to think about a compass: north, south, east, west. Okay. If you don't have a pen, get a pen. Okay. North is your name. Okay. Who are you? No big explanation. Who are you? Okay. E for east. Explain. Just really simply explain what you do, okay? So do you manage or lead? Do you help process? What is it you do and for whom, okay? Manage or lead a team is a great example, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, so name, explain, and S, okay? South, simplify, mm-hmm. okay? What are the results that people can expect from working with you? Now, uh, clarify here. If somebody's in a regulated industry, you yeah. absolutely cannot put this in unless you can do it within the parameters of your um, uh, within the parameters of the regulations of your uh, uh, body be it a, a college massage therapist or something like that okay mm-hmm. um, so name explain simplify results and W is why okay now here's the thing you don't actually have to explain why because if you've done a really good job of explaining and simplifying mm-hmm. people will come up with their own why Okay, they come up yeah. with their own why. I love that. Okay, name, explain, simplify, why. And why. So when you do this, if you get the really confused ostrich look, okay, <laughs> if you get that look, then what you want to do is ask that person, hey, can I, can I give you an example of what I do? And they might go, oh, okay. And in the process of explaining, your job is not to have them get it. Your job is to share in different ways until their light bulb goes off. That is so key. Your job is not to have them get it. And how many of us trigger into desperately trying to have right. the person get it? Wow. Right. Now, yeah. I just want to let you know, Kika, um, my internet has cut out, so I can't see the chat room right now. So if people are okay. asking questions. We're at about, we're um, about five minutes to end. Okay. And okay. we're just Perfect. enjoying your brilliance. Yeah, everybody's singing Awesome. Your I just want to... I'm going to rely on you to to help me out there, and thank you for that compliment, okay? So name, explain, simplify why, okay? Mm -hmm. Although it is not your job to make sure they get it, it's your job to make sure you make sense to them, okay? So if if get it in in our relational um, terms, intuitive terms means um, that they're going to say yes, that's not your job. Their job is to say yes, okay? Your job is just to make sense to them. That's it. Okay, so wow. wisdom is knowing not to put tomato in a fruit salad. <laughs> okay, what that yeah. means is shut up when people look confused. Okay, and ask their permission to share in a different way. Tell them, I'm rebranding, I'm trying something new. I would really love if, if because you don't know me, it would be really helpful. Would you be willing to give me two minutes 
And if you ask for two minutes, it's only two minutes, folks. Okay? Yeah. If it's 10 minutes, it's 10 minutes. If you go over, tell them, I can see we're getting close to mind. And cool. tell them, it's totally okay if you don't want to listen to me anymore. And be okay with that. Just yeah. be okay with that. Yeah. And essentially, everything you have exampled in this conversation today, you are you are mm-hmm. being everything you are sharing with us. That is so beautiful. So for I'm just going to say, folks, listen to the replays of this. If this is something that is really blowing your hair back, getting you excited, anything, if it resonates for you in any way, please listen to the replays and take the notes and take it in and start to play with it. And wow, we're, we're at about two and a half minutes. Um, mm-hmm. So how would you like to bring this particular conversation to a point of deliverance? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't, what's really interesting is everything that we've talked about, you've just said, how do we want to, you know, essentially end this? And what's really neat is any part of what we've talked about today is complete. So, you know, we're not looking to walk out with a big, look at how amazing we were today. We're like, hey, did we serve you today? And is there anything else that we can do for you? Yeah. That's really what we're looking for, right? So if other people want to get in touch with one of the two of us, let's give them that information because that is a really good thing to do. You don't, you never want to leave people hanging, right? So. So, Tisha, how can people get in touch with you? (laughs) (laughs) You're my guest. I would love it if you would share with people. I know that um, you have, yeah, please tell folks how to play with you more. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, my email address is Alyssa, A-L-Y-S-S-A, at theprofitableinnovator.com. You can call me at 519-362-362. 3281. For those of you who don't know, you can make international calls on Skype. So if you can't call me in Canada, feel free to use your Skype to do it. And um, our website is theprofitableinnovator.com. So we have a waiting list right now. We're not taking any new clients, in one-on-one clients right now. But we are, um, like I said, launching some online group programs. So if anybody is interested in that, we would love to chat with you and see if that's a good fit for you. Because we only take clients if they're a good fit. We want you to be successful and we're really committed to that. I love it. And we will have your link to your website. I will go ahead and add uh, all of your details to the replay page, folks. So for everybody who's listening, all you need to do is scroll down, and you can click Mm -hmm. dial or email, whichever one you like. Um, Mm -hmm. Wow. And and I just saw a note that you're going to come and play with Rhonda in February, uh, a little bit later this month. Yes, we are. So you can come back for more. Woo! Um, to get even better. Thank you, Alyssa. I am so so honored and privileged and excited that you are on the planet doing what you do, bringing Mm -hmm. clarity to so many of us to get what Mm -hmm. we do out into the world even more. Bigger, better, bolder. How does it get better? I adore you. Well, thank you. (laughs) Thank you for listening in today to Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark. You are invited to join us every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. In the meantime, what would it take for you to be choosing more of the abundance and prosperousness of you and living well with total ease?